Ashe, beautiful souls. It is Sacral Empress back with another episode of the Empress Empire, y'all. Today I have a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my beautiful kings and queens. I am Xavier Rogers. I'm here with the lovely, my soul sister, my queen herself, Miss Ashanti, honey. Period, period. I'm here for it. This is going to be a pretty good episode, you guys. I know it's a little ratchet right now. Um, I can't wait to get my host <laughs> set up. Um, as far as the mic, headphones, all that. I might actually purchase that today just because I need to. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, all, it's all about investing in yourself. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is self-love. And, you know, what self-love means to me. I'll just go ahead and open up the floor with this. Is Just talking about what self-love means to me. And then, Xavier, I'll let you have your take on it. Um, but self-love is, is all about investing, honestly. I think it's investing time, investing energy, um, and reciprocating that energy within yourself. I think a lot of the times we do little shit like get our hair done, get our nails done, go buy new clothes. But we never tell ourselves that we love ourselves or that we're proud or that we're, you know, free, whatever. You know, we never tell ourselves and encourage ourselves of things that we need to hear and know. Um, and I think that's a big part of self-love as well is, is telling yourself that you love yourself because a lot of people don't do that. They think it's just journaling and meditating when, you know, that, that verbal communication is also important. Um, so that's what I would say as far as what self-love is. There's a lot of things we're going to get into, but, uh, I just wanted to open up the floor with that. What's your take on this, Xavier? I agree with everything that you said. I feel like self-love most definitely is, you know, it's, yeah, you can get your nails done. Yeah, you can buy clothes. Yeah, you can buy the newest pair of shoes. But it's all about taking care of you, you know, healing from trauma, um, just doing things for yourself. Because I feel like sometimes with most people, we get so caught up in our own little world and caught up just taking care of people that we don't even take um, time out to take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I feel like self-love is nurturing yourself and just waking up with good intentions, uh, doing anything to feed your soul and, you know, just making sure that you keeping a, a great, strong, uh, oh Lord, excuse me, a great, great mindset and just, just striving for the best. I feel like that's what self-love is to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's a hassle. It's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Love it. Love yes. is not easy at all. And people will try to make it seem like, you know, oh, love is so easy. You just have to do it. But doing it is is an everyday thing. You know what I'm saying? You can't yes, just Lord. do it one day and then, oh, okay, I don't feel like doing it anymore. Same thing with relationships. You know what I'm saying? People give up when stuff gets too hard. And you can't give up when, you know, that self-love is is not enough. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not what you're, what you're needing. Sometimes you have to start with small little gestures like affirmations and then next week you know you're you're on to better things you're you're out you're outside you know doing things you've never done before because you're confident in yourself now so it takes those little baby steps you know to get to that that final product of i really love myself and i really am confident i'm my own best friend it takes a lot to get to that point just like it would take just if, if you were to meet an actual person you know that isn't you and you have to build a relationship and all of that it takes time you don't just jump into a relationship like oh i love you you know, it doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? It does not work like that. We have to actually get to know the person. And, well, some people, you know what I'm saying? Some people out there will jump in a relationship, but they don't know what love is. You know what I'm saying? Love is more complex than meeting somebody and liking them. You know what I'm saying? It's so much more than that. And even within ourselves, it's a lot. Um, yes. And it's a lot of work, but it's it's all about are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to sacrifice? Exactly. Are you Are you willing to take certain steps? to build that relationship you know what i'm saying everybody has their own take on 
what love is. Um, and like I said, it's not easy. You know, it's, it's not because there's going to be days where you don't want to, but you have to anyways because of the love that you do have for yourself or even another person. Uh, but we're talking about self-love in today's um, episode, and I'm really, really excited to see what we touch on. Um, it's the first episode with Xavier. Hopefully, we have more episodes with him. Uh, I really yes, can't wait to see what you know what else to talk about. He might just be a co-host. You never know, y'all. y'all you never know. We might start here today and tomorrow. We'll be somewhere else. Um, so another thing about self-love, uh, I guess I could ask you, you know, what what do you do uh, in regards to experiencing and, and practicing self-love? Self-love for me, what I do is I, first of all, I was at a point when I was so insecure, like I wouldn't even look in the mirror. Now I'm looking in the mirror and I'm telling myself, you know, you're beautiful. You got this, you know, just affirmations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not only that, but stuff that brings me joy, you know, whether it be dancing, whether it be singing, whether it be meditating. I feel like meditating for me, it is a big stress reliever. Like I just meditated before I got on this call with you. And I just, I feel like, I feel like I'm lightweight. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like my soul is in alignment. Yeah. And, you know, self-love, I just, I just try my best, you know, to just to find the positive aspects out of every situation. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you won't, but I try to look at the better side and I feel like, okay, if I get through this, you know, that makes me a stronger person. Yeah. You know, no matter what situation it is, you go through some situations where you feel like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I'm a, oh, you know, this, that, and third. Like, you get caught up in your head. But then God just pushes you. And look, you already at the finish line. So I yeah. feel like, you know, self-love with me, I feel like it's all about doing things that bring me happiness. Like, mm -hmm. I love um, helping people. That is my thing. It has stuck with me since the beginning of time. So, like, I just, that's my form of self-love, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like like you said, it's you have your way. Everybody has their own way. And I hate to see when people expect others to do exactly what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. you know, it's, 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 we don't go through the same shit. <laughs> we don't. And we have to stop acting like we're all the same because we're not. We might have the same concept of being a soul in a body, but the experiences that we have are different. So your self-love is going to be different because you got to love yourself differently than the next person because that person might have not had as much trauma as you and vice versa. So we have to understand that self-love is unique to the individual you know what i'm saying and in my way of self-love is it's not going to be the same way as xavier's we might do some of the same things but i might not meditate the same way that he meditates you know what i'm saying so it is very very important that you guys understand that self-love is unique to you you do not have to stand in the mirror and look at yourself you don't even have to journal you find your way if sitting outside exactly. of nature is your form of self-care then that's what you should do you know what i'm saying don't ever feel like you have to do what everybody else is doing and this goes for anything not just self-love but living period don't don't feel like you have to do what the next person is doing if it works for you shit okay keep doing it you know what i'm saying just keep right. doing what works for you because you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself in the end trying to please other people and do what everybody else is doing because not everything that everybody does is gonna work for you um so my self-care and my self-love i love ba i love bathing i love baths warm baths oh my gosh i 
probably gonna take one tonight just because I said it and brought it up. But I love warm water. I love being in the water. I am a goddess of water anyway, so it just kind of falls in the place of that. But I love being in the water, and it's crazy because my midhaven is in Scorpio, and that's a water sign. So I was like, what? Uh, but your midhaven is like your soul's sign. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool when I looked into that and saw that it was Scorpio because my partner is a Scorpio and that just kind of it's like hmm okay spirit you know we got a lot of you know chart placements that are the same um so yeah I love me some water whether it's a shower whether it's a bath I love being in water um warm water like a jacuzzi like that's that's my form of self-care like I want to feel warm um <laughs> and another thing I, I love sleeping sleeping is another part of self-care for me I love to rest and I feel like I don't get enough of it I feel like nobody gets enough rest you know we, we just have to spend a take a day we need a we need a national sleep day everybody just sleeps you know how peaceful the yes. world would be if we all just had a, a day of rest just where we just laid around and did nothing like okay. that's <laughs> that's what I look forward to those are the holidays that I'm looking forward to in these upcoming years especially with this new earth I feel like a lot of the things you know with this new earth a lot of things are going to change especially holidays uh, but that's another topic for another discussion but I do you know see a lot of that changing um, some more things that I do for self-care I love getting my nails done I love being pampered I love feeling good if i look good i'm gonna feel a thousand times better i don't care yes i do not care I, i'll go for a whole wardrobe change in the first few weeks i'm feeling like the baddest thing walking on this planet and okay that is As all that matters <laughs> and i do not care about anything else but once i stop feeling that way once i stop feeling confident in myself that's when the insecurities come back in and i'm not happy i'm depressed i'm upset i got anxiety real bad but you know where i'm at right now I feel good. And just how you were talking about you feeling light, I feel light too. Light as a feather. And it feels like I don't even exist. You know, it's like I'm just right. I'm I'm in I'm in between the realms. And that's usually what happens when we do feel this way. We're just in between the realms. And it's it's hard to kind of snap back into the physical aspect because it's like we're floating in a sense we're we're floating souls. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just feels weird because it's like I want to be present, but it's, it's kind of hard to do that when it feels like I'm not even here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> um, so just getting deeper into self-love. Um, and we, you don't have to get us, you don't have to get too personal, but what caused insecurities in your life? What, what caused that those things in your life where you weren't feeling yourself when you were upset with yourself, hated yourself, all of that, were there, were there like specific moments or was just little things that bundled up into one big old mess? It was okay. So, Ooh, girl, we're going to take this to the beginning. Um, go ahead. Let's so, go. Like, well, okay, when you did a reading, like the last one that you did, where, you know, you just was talking about my childhood, that wounded child. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of the insecurities came from. Oh, my God. Please not get emotional. <laughs> no, it's but, okay. <laughs> um, but, okay, so like, like you said, I was a free child. You know, I was basically I grew up around feminine energy. I still feel most comfortable in feminine energy rather than masculine energy. Mm -hmm. Because when I was little, my mom, she had to work and my brothers, they had school. So I was living at the time with my cousins and you know, they would help, you know, babysit me or whatever. And you know, my cousins, females, just females, feminine energy. So that, you know, a child's gonna pick up on whatever behavior or whatever environment they're around. You know, mm -hmm. they're gonna pick up on that. So, 
I picked up on feminine beha- uh, behavior. And, you know, this might, sound, this might sound crazy, but, you know, my cousins, they used to play music. I, we used to twerk together. I used to get the splits and everything. Oh, so, you know, that, um, <laughs> right. I can't do it no more, girl. I'm going to know. But, Man, <laughs> but um, what you call it? But, yeah, I just picked up on their behavior. And, you know, I was free. Free as a bird in the sky. Mm-hmm. And so... I remember one time I was at school, kindergarten. Mind you, I didn't know nothing about sexuality. Didn't yeah. know nothing about being straight, about being gay, bisexual, whatever. Didn't know about sexuality, period. I was just a kid that, you know, had friends. So I was going to PE one day, and there was this boy on the other sideline, because we had a mix of PE and music class, and I was in the PE class, and the, um, there was this boy on the other side of the line, he had music class. Mm-hmm. And so he had called me gay. Mm. And I didn't hear it, but all I know is my coach, Miss Woods, I'll never forget her. My coach, Miss Woods, she was like, Don't you call him gay? You don't know nothing about him. Apologize to him right now. And, you know, when you think about that, you think of somebody just talking shit about you, basically. Yeah. So I'm like, Okay. And, you know, he was like, I'm sorry. And I just looked at him like, like you don't want to smoke <laughs> yeah but you know um i just i was like okay so i i did like i said i'm just a child i don't know about boyfriends no don't i don't even know about girlfriends none of that mm-hmm. so um so that's i i feel like that was a moment i was like okay so then uh few years later situation occurred and uh Lord, I I haven't even told anybody about this, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those moments where Take your time. somebody just takes advantage of you, mm-hmm. and I just look back and I'm like, if I could have just took that moment back, I would. How would life be different for me? How would you know, I, I just think about it sometimes. I'm like, okay, if that situation didn't occur, how could my life be different? Yeah. How, how, like, what, like, would I still be, you know, gay or whatever, you know? Right. Like, I, it just, it just hurts. So then, after that situation, I, I, you know, I'm starting to see boys attractive and it, you know it was one of the things where it wasn't like oh i full on knew it was just like one of the things like okay this is interesting is this, is this what it is <laughs> like in the question stage i was in the question stage I'm like oh okay um do i do i like guys yeah and so then i was like okay we moved up here to the city i currently live in and around middle school, you know, middle school, that's when you hit puberty. Yeah. And, you know, that's that comes along with the hormones. And that's when you really know what you're attracted to. Uh-huh. So being that, I was like, it was put in my brain. It was like, okay, I definitely am attracted to boys. Mm-hmm. I am. So being that we live in a fucked up society where you can't love whoever you want to love, and you're raised on the stigma of, oh, boys are not supposed to like boys, girls are not supposed to like girls, and you just, you just are. That's what you hear all the time. You know, you can't. There was no, no form of self-expression, no freedom of love who you want to love. 
Mm -hmm. We're always taught boys are supposed to like boys. I mean, boys are supposed to like girls. Girls are supposed to like boys. You know, we and you know, and the thing is, I also want to say this. I think people should stop asking children specifically, do you like, I mean, not do you like girls, but um, do you have a girlfriend or do you have a boyfriend? Mm. Like, stop asking our children that. Let our children up and be who they are. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and you know, children should, I feel like, in my opinion, this is my personal opinion, but I feel like children should not even be focused on that, especially at a young age, seven, eight years old, you asking a child, oh, you got a boyfriend, you got a girlfriend, like what? These yeah. children should be out here enjoying nature, uh, learning something in school, coloring their coloring books, doing stuff to feed their, you know, their inner soul. Right. So then I was like, I was like, okay. So I, being that I was so insecure about my sexuality, because people would pick on me, and you know, and I was like, okay, well, whatever. And I didn't know at the time. So being that I hit puberty and, you know, God was like, no, baby, you are a rainbow child of mine. <laughs> being that, it, it just, it just was like, okay, now, I, now I've entered this dark fairy tale where I have to put on this persona because I don't want to be called these slurs like faggot or gay or sissy or anything like i don't want to be called that right so being that i have to put on this persona like oh i am a heterosexual male but deep down inside i'm not you know mm -hmm. i know that i'm not but here i am presenting in front of everyone ladies and gentlemen this stranger you know this mask of you know xavier this ain't xavier this ain't who i am this this is this person that I'm just putting on for y'all just so I can avoid people's opinions. Right. And please other people and while growing, hurting yourself. Right. Exactly. And growing up, I never had nobody to tell me, baby, you okay just the way that you are. I never had nobody tell me, you know, you don't have to sit up there and change who you are just because of the satisfaction of others. That is something that I had to learn on my own. Mm. And it just caused me, it was just, and I just, oh girl, I just, I know this, God may not like what I got to say, but I just want to go to the person who sat up there and just told people, you can't love the same gender. And I just want to just punch the hell out of them. <laughs> I really do. Cause it's like love, God, love is love. Love is positivity. Love is light. God loves love. In my opinion, love is no wrong. Love is no wrong. Me holding hands with a man in the public is not wrong. A woman holding another another's woman's hand in public is not wrong. Exactly. So basically, it being like I said, refer, referring back to the dark persona, this dark fairy tale, this false persona of this heterosexual male, it just caused me to be depressed. It caused major insecurities. It caused me anxiety like a mug. Like, I used to go out to public with my mama. She'd go to Walmart, get some stuff. I was sitting in the car because I just felt ashamed. Like, I did not want to be seen. And I and it caused me to act out. Like, I, I, I would just pick on people for no reason. I would just, you know, just have just na a nasty attitude. Just, just very, very immature. Mm. 
and dark natured. And it was just something just very, a very, very dark time. And it got bad to the point where I didn't want to be on earth anymore. Mm. And I guess you could say that's a suicidal thought because once you get to the point where you don't care if you live or die, it's it's like, okay. Yeah, that's dangerous. (laughs) That is very dangerous. Yes. And... I, you know, I woke up, I didn't care about my hygiene. I didn't care how I looked, how I dressed. I didn't care about, you know, I didn't have no intentions of the day. I was like a robot, basically. I would just wake up, okay, go to school, come home, period. I ain't had, I ain't said, oh, today's gonna be a good day. Today's gonna be a positive day. Girl, you got this. You know, don't don't pay attention to what other people say. I I had no intentions. I was like a robot, basically. You waking up, you go to school, you come back home, whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. I got to the point where I did not care about myself. I didn't. I didn't because I was so ashamed of myself and people would be like, no, you can't be like that or no, you can't be feminine and things like that. And it it just was like, and you hear things, you know, you hear these things about people just calling people queers and, you know, just these slurs. And it's it's just, and deep inside it's hurting you because you know that's what identifies with you. But you like I said, I put on this persona like I'm this whole other person. Mm-hmm. Like I, it, it just was bad. Like I was, that was the darkest time of my life. And thank God, I found the courage to escape that. And I, and this is one thing. I, if anybody can take something from my experience, I just want you to know, it doesn't matter if you have ninety nine percent doubt. As long as you got that one percent of faith left in you, mm. that one percent can overdrive that ninety-nine percent by a long shot. Amen. By a long shot, because Lord knows if I still was like the way I was in seventh and eighth grade, I probably would not have been here. I probably been an ancestor right by now. I probably would have, because I had I had no faith, but. What what I had to come to, I had to come to the conclusion, like, okay, Xavier, do you want to sit here? Do you want to live this life of a false image? Do you want to sit here and drown in depression? Do you want to sit here and have anxiety for, like, the whole time? Do you want to sit here and just not be yourself because you're so worried and fixated on what he and what he's saying and what she's saying? Do you want to sit here and drown in tears every night? And do you want to sit here and have these suicidal thoughts? Do you want to sit here and just not care about yourself? Because don't nobody want to feel like that. Don't nobody want to be like, oh, I want to be sad today. Oh, I want to be depressed today. Oh, I want to. I want my anxiety to be on, be on 400% today. Don't nobody think like that. Right. Nobody does. I don't care who you are. You should not want to think like that. So, I had to come to terms with, yes, I am gay. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. I am. And I started to come out to my friends little by little. They were like, yeah, you know, he, he is, you know. Thank God for my friends. Thank God I had people in my corner. Yeah. That was God watching out for me, you know. So, then... I thank God for my mama 
and I was nervous. And I always think to myself, I'm like, you know what, Xavier, you low key should have been nervous, but you can't help but be in your mind when you when when a thing like coming out coming out is such a big deal because you don't know what the reaction is going to be. Yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, you know, you you probably gonna have a positive reaction, you probably gonna have a negative reaction, you know. But if people genuinely love you. They're not gonna see sexuality. They're gonna see you for who you are. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? They're not gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, baby, well, you know, you ain't a child of mine, or I don't claim you no more. You're not my friend no mm-hmm. more." No, if people genuinely love and respect you. Accepting you is not gonna be no problem. Right. So they should have already been doing that. I had to. Okay. <laughs> and I had to. I had to tell. I had to sit there. I remember because I, I wrote it down in my notes for some reason. I guess God was like, "Look, yo, you gonna remember this because this is something very, very important. <laughs> this is like your breakthrough moment." So it was July 26, thousand sixteen, five years ago. Wow, I came out to my mama, hmm. and um, I had told her I was like, "Mama, I said I'm just depressed," and she's like, "Depressed about what?" And I was so overwhelmed with emotions. And I was like, I was like, I couldn't even speak. And so she's like, okay, let's go to live. Let's go to live. Sit down. Mind you, my mama had a gay friend. And I knew when I was little, because you know, I you know, you kind of figure, he's like, oh, okay. And you know, but it's different with your child, you know? Right. It's different with your child. So that's what I was fixated on. Yeah, my mama has a gay friend, but how would she feel about her child being, you know, a gay person? Exactly. So I was like, I was like, okay. And I'm sitting here crying. I'm crying. I'm crying my eyes out. And shout out to my friend, Angel. I had texted her. I was like, girl, I'm going to come out to my mom. She's like, okay, you got this, boo. You know, I love and support you no matter what. And, you know, that good old stuff. So I sat down and I told my mom. I was like, mom, I'm gay. And my mom was thinking, she was like, I was like, I said, because I, I was telling her, I was like, mom, I don't want you to think, you know, that I don't want you to just see me as different or whatever. At first, she thought I wanted to go back to my dad's house because, um, what's it called? Me and my dad, we don't have the best relationship. I'm letting it all out, but you know, did, no, hey, okay. it is what it is. <laughs> um, me and my dad, we don't have the best relationship, but my mom, she's like, you want to go back to your dad's house? I was like, no, mom, that's my dude. And I told her, and she was like, babe, she said, you are my child. I love you. I'm proud of you for coming out to me. And literally, just you remember how you was telling me how my ancestors felt like, you know, it was a sigh of relief that I made it. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like that for me. I, I literally felt like all the stress, all the tension I withheld within my body over the years. Just it was like a woosah moment. Like it was just Yeah, it was a sense of relief. Mm. You felt relieved because that's and that's something I've noticed, especially in the black community, when people do come out as you know, homosexual or trans or whatever, people get angry with the, those people, you know? But that's a decision that they chose to make. You know what I'm saying? That's something that they wanted to do. So how can you get mad at somebody else's decision? And they didn't even have to tell you. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 another powerful thing that I see with the LGBTQ community. Y'all do not give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I'm who I am. And if you don't like it, suck a dick you know what I'm saying it's whatever because that's basically that's basically how it is like for me now like me I would okay if I could go revisit the past I would tell myself I would tell myself all those things that nobody told me baby you are perfect the way you are you're sexuality you don't need no therapy for it which that shit is so fucking stupid to me Mm -hmm. that conversation therapy oh because oh you think 
your child has a mental illness because mm. of their sexuality. I would tell myself, baby, you are a light in this world. You matter just as much as the next person. Right. You know, you are an important vessel on this earth. You was put on this earth for a reason. Ride that path till the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. God has you. You you probably have, you know, family members that support you, friends that support you, all of that. And my thing is now, you know, especially being a member of the LGBT community, I I wanna help people who may feel like they don't have a voice. I wanna be that voice for them. So that's why I always like if people catch me in my Instagram story. Ooh, excuse me. I sometimes I po- I post like important messages like you know I I said last time I think I was saying you know just be who you are be free you know don't worry about the next person's opinions and everything like that and I'm just a person who thank God I found the confidence because without God I I do not know where I would be I found the confidence within myself to just be free just be free nothing's wrong with me I am yeah. who I am and you know what. People don't have to like it. I'm not, okay, that's fine. You know, I'm not asking you to be my friend. I'm not asking you to be my buddy or whatever. I'm not living my life for you. I'm living my life for me. Right, as you should. Period. I'm not living this life for nobody else. You don't have to accept me. You don't have to like me. You don't have to love me. Cool. But you will respect me. (laughs) I can name 10 people off of my fingers right now who love and support me. And you know what? The thing is with people that I've noticed is that when people, you know, anybody who is living their best life, I feel like, you know, when people see that confidence, they may be triggered because they may be insecure. You know what I'm saying? They may have an insecurity inside them that they have yet to face or they have yet to heal, you know, and they want to project their insecurities onto you to try to make you feel bad. Me, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. Okay, you can call me all these slurs. Okay, cool, baby. I know, I know them like, man. Next. Right. Like, yeah, and I love how I love how you guys build y'all's confidence because it takes a lot to even find out who you are. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes exactly. to sexuality and exploring in that region, it's very difficult because it's so taboo to explore it within your sexuality. You know what I'm saying? Because you one false move and you're a bad person. You know what I'm saying? But there's people out here murdering people. Nobody says nothing about that. There's people out here raping kids. Nobody's saying anything about that. But the moment a man sleeps with another man, it's an issue. And then he's a he's a menace to society and all this. I hate that you guys go through all of these different things, but it makes y'all stronger. And I, I really commend yes. y'all because y'all go through it. And I don't know the half, you. you know what I'm saying? I don't know anything in regards to that struggle. But just the things that I've seen and the stories that I've read, I've noticed that a lot of you guys have, you know, have to go through a lot of hate. You get a lot of hate, whether it's yes. his family too, you know, just people in your region that you should love and trust and you should be able to confide in are the same people turning their backs on you. And you guys have to go through that. But even going through that, it makes y'all so much stronger and wiser in the end. And that's why I love the LGBTQ community because y'all take no shit because of all the shit that y'all had to endure to stand in your power. Y'all have a lot of power. Exactly. And, you know, and I also want to sit there and say, thank God I have my mother who accepted me because yeah. I've heard stories about kids who would get kicked out their homes mm-hmm. for being, you know, gay, um, being beaten, being abused. People, 
if people take the time to do their research back in the back years years centuries ago gay people were put in jail tortured lit on fire beaten all of that just because of their, they wanted to express themselves they wanted to express their sexuality just because they were attracted to the same gender mm -hmm. just because they were bringing more love into this world and i feel like referring back to the parents thing i feel like if you cannot accept your child for their sexuality when your child could like you said your child could be be a murderer a rapist arsonist uh, a criminal all these things if you cannot accept your child because of something like that, you never loved your child in the beginning. Or if yeah. you can't accept your cousin, your brother, your sister, your best friend, whatever, you never loved that person in the beginning. You never had good intentions with them from the beginning. Right, because why is somebody's sexuality did. offending you? <laughs> like, I don't exactly. get it. I don't. And, it, and then, sad. you know, no tea, no shade, but half of the people who sit up there and get so, you know, upset, I mean, I feel like sometimes they may be you know on the closet themselves yeah but they feel so mustered up like the thing with download guys you know i understand where they're coming from because they're so we live in a society that is not accepting of the lgbt community you know yeah, i feel like still to this so day yeah. It, yeah yeah i feel like more so it deals with the older generations because you know and i understand because different times you know different you know different things and, you know, now with our generation, I see people, you know, accepting people who are okay, you know, mm -hmm. you know, so, I mean, I see different times, different things, but for once, just understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. These, us kids coming out is not easy. Like I said, I had anxiety like hell. I had depression like hell. I, I did not want to be on this earth at all. I didn't care if I live or die. So I, I had suicidal thoughts. Like I said earlier, I had suicidal thoughts. So you never know, you know, just love your child mm -hmm. and let them be expressive of themselves. Because children know what they want. Children know what they want. I didn't want to play with Hot Wheels. I wanted to play with freaking brass dolls and Barbies. Are you serious? Do you know how bad I would kill to go back and sit up there and, you know, play with Barbie? Like, girl, yes, girl, look at my Barbie doll. Yes, she got that. You know, you know, I would go back in time and I would, I would sit there and do that because I feel like if I, if, if I had a strong backbone and I had somebody to tell me everything was okay and I was allowed to express myself, I probably would not have to, you know, be so insecure, that insecure mom. But you know what? I'm thankful that I went through that because that moment made me stronger and that moment made me the person that I am today. And God, my ancestors and spirit guides were right there with me the whole time and said, no, we're not giving up on you. You are going to sit here and you're going to come out on top. And that's how I feel. I feel good as hell. Like yes. Lizzo, girl, I feel good as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to where I am. And you know, the thing is, with my children, if I have children, which I, I want children, mm -hmm. if I have children, I'm going I'm to give them that confidence. I'm going to tell them, you know, no matter what, be yourself. Mm -hmm. Be yourself. I'm going to be that person that, that I couldn't have in my life at such a young age. I'm going to be that voice for them. Be who you are. If my if my daughter wants to sit up there, she wants to play with monster trucks or action figures, 
Okay, baby, I'm a bone for you. My son, if he wants to play with bone dogs, okay, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna let right. you do your thing. There's it's one thing to yeah go ahead i was just gonna say that it's it's one thing to accept your child it's another thing to force your child you know what i'm saying because a lot of parents exactly. will force their child to play with barbie dolls when the girl really wants to go outside and play with the boys you know what i'm saying there's just, there's just things that you have to allow children to do because we don't learn listening to people we learn from our own experience and if a kid wants to experience let them let a child do what a child wants to do because if you don't exactly. you're placing restrictions on them and they feel like they can only do so much then they grow up and they're afraid to try new things because you limited their ability to do shit so it does it starts in the home it, it really does that that fear that you Most had definitely. that fear that you had started in the home you know what i'm saying because you were looking around your your surroundings and seeing how people reacted to people that were gay you know what i'm saying that that just the way people talk about like even my family they'll, they'll say something about a gay person and i'm like so like it doesn't matter yeah. and I'm, I'm straight you know what i'm saying i'm not not in a in any type of lgbtq community party but i support y'all and i ride with all y'all because i stand for individuality i stand for being authentic and i stand for being true to who you are because if you're not true to who you are then who the fuck are you you know what i'm saying who, who, who are you supposed to be so it does start it does start in childhood and not a lot of people not a lot of children know what they are in that time frame because they're still learning and you have to let children learn or they're going to be stuck doing something that they don't want to do for the rest of their lives exactly and you know if you like RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Right. You know. Um, but yeah, I I just let let children, anybody who's listening to this, let your children grow up and be who they are. Because I knew who I was, but that fear mm -hmm. withheld so much that I could not be who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Which my time is coming. I'm going to get the chance to really, really <laughs> express myself. I can't oh, yes, wait. I'm going to speak that into existence, baby. I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let your children be who they are. Children, no. The thing is, I knew. I knew for a fact I knew. Let your children be. Because like I said, I might be gay. But that doesn't mean my, you know, my son is going to be gay yeah, if I have a son. Exactly. That doesn't mean he's going to be gay. That doesn't mean my daughter's going to be straight, you know. You know, so I, um, just just let your just let your children be expressive. And if anyone is dealing with this, I am free to contact. Ashanti is free to contact. I'm here with open arms and, you know, loving arms. You know, just, just if you get something from my story, just be yourself with no limitations mm -hmm. don't abide by he say she say stuff don't let nobody tell you that you loving you know you being attracted to the same gender or you know you want to be trans or whatever don't let nobody tell you that that's wrong mm -hmm. you know your truth stand in it because right. that you standing in your truth is going to take you far right very far yeah, and it's it's important because if you're you you have the world, you got the whole world telling you who to be. The moment you come into this world, so do not let that, don't let anything the world has to offer you keep you away from yourself. 
because it happens. People fall into temptation. People give in to certain things and they don't know how to get out of it. So the moment you come into this world, you got your parents telling you who to be. You can't cry. You can't, you can't ask for milk. You can't be thirsty. You can't be spoiled. We can't do anything. You know what I'm saying? So just do what the fuck What's you want mean? to <laughs> do what you want because everybody's going to judge you anyways. No matter what you do, people are going to laugh. People are going to cry. People are going to be angry, whatever. Let them do them. The, you do you. You know what I'm saying? Let people do what exactly. the fuck they want to do because that's how we're supposed to do it anyways. We're not supposed to give too much about what the next person has going on. As long as you're focusing on you and you're not hurting anybody physically, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with you. As long exactly. as you're not out here killing people for fun and, and hurting children and hurting animals and, and disrespecting this earth, I have nothing to say to you. Just just stay out of exactly. my way. You know what I'm saying? Stay out of my way. If I don't like you, then there's a reason for that. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason for everything, but don't... Don't get on somebody else for being who they want to be. I don't like that. that that's, that's something I just... It's one of my pet peeves. I hate when people get on social media. And especially when it comes to these celebrities. Like, these celebrities are, are living their own lives. And this just showcase. And we get to look at it and laugh and, and giggle and talk about it and whatever. You know what I'm saying? We learn from each other's mistakes. And I think with even, you know, you coming out and being so brave and doing that... Somebody could learn from that and understand that, you know, it's, it might not be easy, but it's possible. You know what I'm saying? That could be exactly. for anything. So people can listen to this and will think, oh, well, you know, I can't relate to his story because he's gay and I'm not. No, there's there's so much more than just being gay. There's so much more than being black. There's so much more than being a female than a male or non-binary. So much more to yes. all of this and to this whole existence and these labels. The moment we break out of these labels, it's the same moment that we break out of this, this state of fear of not knowing who we are. So even Most with, definitely. even with you know, you calling yourself gay, you know what I'm saying? You're so much more than that. You know what I'm saying? With me being exactly. black, I'm so much more than a black female. You know what I'm saying? I'm so much more than that. And I think, you know, these labels allow people to judge us because we, exactly. we have these words that we call ourselves. So people are like, oh, well, that's one word. I can call you something else. And it's the same thing, right? You know what I'm saying? People like to push our buttons. And I think with these labels that it really allows people to take it up a notch but in doing that you know you have this strength and you have to have your exterior tougher than your interior because if your outside is not protecting you then the inside is going to suffer a lot tremendously exactly. but I, I i really i really i'm so proud of you you know what i'm saying because that's Thank not easy so even even with me coming out as a, as a witch and as a as a healer and a tarot reader a medium all of that that's frowned upon too. You know what I'm saying? So I can relate uh -huh. to you when it comes to telling people because how are they going to take it? You know what I'm saying? How is that person going to feel about me being a medium? Like if I meet somebody, that's what I have to say. I have to let people know because duh, like it's who I am. I can't hide it. It's not yeah. like I'm going to just walk into a room and, and me and me, um, regarding, you know, to let people know who you are. Like me, I've gotten to the point where People have asked, you know, are you gay? You know, you had people who genuinely asked, mm -hmm. and you had people who, you know, like school people who just try to be funny about it, you right? Know? Um, just childish shit. But I've gotten to the point where I, I don't fit. I'm not gonna be like, hi, I'm Xavier, I'm gay. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna be like that. My thing is this: at the end of the day. If you know, then you know. If you don't, then I don't have to explain myself to nobody. You know, I'm I'm gonna be 20 years old, honey. I'm grown, so I I just got to this point where I just I don't have to explain myself. You shouldn't. Get, first of all, when you meet somebody, their sexuality should not even be what you define them by. You know, you should define them by their character and you know their vibe and you know their energy, what energy they put up. So yeah. 
I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm me. <laughs> I'm just me. That's right. it. Take, Take it or leave it. it. Yep. I'm just fine either way. So. And as long as just keep standing, I think the message that we can take from this is is standing in your power, okay? Yes. And, and not worrying about what comes after that, because as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, fuck everything else. You know what I'm saying? Because we okay. we care too much about what the next person is gonna say or do, especially when it comes to coming out. You know, just noticing that you know the reaction is what we dread the most. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, so what are they going to say? You know, and it, it hurts because there's people that you expect to be on your side that aren't on your side anymore because you're different than them. And that that's what, I, mm -hmm. I feel like differences should bring people together a little bit more because I can learn a lot from you. You know what I'm saying? Just like you can learn a lot from me. We can learn from each other because of our experience, not because of our ethnicity, not because of our sexuality, not because of our religion or our spirituality. It's more learning from each other. So that way I'm more educated on the LGBTQ community and you're more educated on what mediumship is. You know what I'm saying? It's not about exactly. we're not the same, so we can't be friends. It's more of a, okay, we're different. Let's see what I can learn from you, what you can learn from me. You know what I'm saying? That's what this whole existence is about. It's not about judging people. It's about learning and understanding people. Um, so I have to go um, take care of some things. I appreciate you for coming on. We can record another episode when I'm done because um, I know you wanted to talk about a few more things. Uh, but I do appreciate yes. you for <laughs> using this platform to speak your truth. You know what I'm saying? This is what this is about. And I don't want you to ever feel like, you know, you talked my head off or anything. You did a really, really good job with, you know, telling your story and speaking your truth. And I can't wait to have you on more episodes. I'm so excited to put this Thank one out you. for everybody to listen to. Um, y'all yes. follow him on Instagram. It's Slay Like Zay. I posted it on my story. Um, so y'all can check him out. Follow him. Reach out to him. Ask him for advice. I'm sure he would be open to helping you guys, especially anybody that's, you know, a part of the LGBTQ community. I know I got a lot of young people um, that, you know, are subscribed to my social media so y'all check xavier out give him give him the love and, and love and light that he needs right now because i know he's he's transitioning he's he's flourishing into this beautiful sunflower and i just can't wait to see where this journey takes him so thank you xavier thanks to everybody that listened to this episode thank you for um, having me on here, yes I, I can't wait to have you more times because this is this might be the first Most but it's definitely. definitely not the last um so i love you all y'all take care and i hope to see y'all in the next episode Hi. <laughs>